You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Raw by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's Wednesday. It's the big show powered by MortgagesToGo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit MortgagesToGo.ca. It is Valentine's Day. For those of you who probably forgot or didn't forget, it's pretty hard not to notice around the stores and stuff that it is Valentine's Day today. Maddie, I know you're you're a hopeless romantic. Hmm. Somewhat. You love love. Yeah. Hopeless romantic and love love are not the same things. Really? No. I would say out of the four of us on the show, you're the most romantic individual. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. I don't have a whole lot going on today. You know what I get going for Valentine's Day? What? Uh, tight turn when she hands me the keys so I can rip off to the saddle dome and call the Wrangler's tilt. Oh. Yeah. Real okay. romantic. That's, that's a little disappointing. You mean there's no, like, rose petals from the elevator to your apartment uh, that you laid for no. your significant other? No. Oh. What would be the point if I'm not there after? Well, Maybe during the day? But But she's not there during the day. I know, I know, I know. I tried. Mm-hmm. Try harder. Try it, Come on now. Be better. Um, There was no Calgary Flames action last night. No. That dude, 97, from up north had a ridiculous night last night. Did he? Didn't even notice. Six assists? Didn't notice. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's good. It's fine. So, yeah, we got lots to do today. Play a little defense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Busy show, Luke Gazdick, NHL on Sportsnet, Mitsoff Podcast, former NHLer, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Pete Blackburn, uh, host of What Chaos Podcast, 8 o'clock. I love what they're doing lately. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to this chat. I've followed Pete on social media for a long time and uh, quite enjoy his work. And uh, Eric Francis, Flames Reporter Sportsnet, 8.30. We'll mix in uh, the Rose Report, which... I'm hoping is a romantic rose report today. Yeah, it's got some romance to it. You know, it's 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 not like heavy handed, but it's good. Is it sultry? Uh no. <laughs> I don't think it's very sultry. We got a, spe- okay. a couple special guests show up perhaps and then that's about it. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. And uh we have a text topic I want to do at seven thirty this morning. Excellent. I do love a good text topic. You know that. Yeah, we're going to um we're going to get all your text messages. Mhm. And we want to get a little sappy and emotional. Mhm. Cuz it is Valentine's Day. Okay. Cuz if there's one thing that this show does really well is being sappy and emotional. Yeah, it's <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mhm. Um did you all send your your love ballad, your favorite love song to GVP to play? I haven't sent mine just yet. I think Pat has sent okay. his off though. It's there. Wow. Listen, I think out of I think all of us on uh, this show, I think just flying under the radar is how soft Mister Patty Dumas is, and what a sensitive individual the guy is. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know about He's as sweet as they come. <laughs> soft, but like no, in a good sweet way. boy. I'm not, I'm not calling him soft. Well, you like you, Liam Neeson call people soft that they have to have trigger warnings at the beginning of movies. It, what? Yeah, that's a story that came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a yeah. spe- I'm a man with a special set of skills. Yeah, watch my movie. Yeah. So, so I think Patty Dumas is, is super, super romantic. I think deep down. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. And I'm looking forward to your uh, your romantic song. Sure, well. yeah, you'll like it. 
Um, here's the text topic for today. I want them to, to fly in, and I, and I want our listeners, and I want you guys to tell me as well, especially you, Maddie, especially you. Mm-hmm. How or why did you fall in love with the Calgary Flames? Oh, child's play. Easy. I, w- I want to hear the stories that I see, you know, maybe because my dad and I, when I was a kid, we watched the games, and I've been in love ever since. 960, 960, name and location. How or why did you fall in love? <laughs> With the Calgary Flames, that's a lot we'll of my story. Essentially, is that's essentially it. There's a yeah. lot more details that I'll I'll sprinkle in there, but that's essentially it. Yeah, yeah. tell us the love story uh, with you and the Calgary Flames, and we'll do those at seven thirty. Because today is Valentine's Day, where we celebrate love, and we want to celebrate your love for the Calgary Flames this morning. Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. We'll play those. Uh, at 7.30. And maybe sprinkle a couple in at the end of Eric Francis. Looking forward to it. That'll be good. Yeah. How or why did you fall in love with the Calgary Flames? Give us the story. If it's sad, if it's emotional. We want to hear it. Well, it's a lot of sad lately because, you know, listen, unless you started watching well, the team it's, before it's the been... 80s. Well, yeah, there's there some good times. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, well, d- that's why we have uh, we have a potpourri of uh, age groups who listen to our show. Yeah, which is great. Oh, we span generations. Yeah, we're actually probably the, we're the number one with grandpas in Calgary, by the way. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen, we really hit the grandpa demographic. That's our jam. <laughs> so yeah. uh, keep, keep those rolling in. 960, 960. How or why did you fall in love with the Calgary Flames? Give us the love story for the Calgary Flames. Um, saw this story uh, this morning. We kind of touched on it yesterday, but it, it was kind of official yesterday. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 58, and Patrick, you'll like this because you're a bit of a historian on the show, is the second most watched broadcast in the history of American television. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I can't believe the chasm between uh, the, quote, moon landing and the actual Super Bowl 58, 650 people watched the alleged moon landing, and 123.4 million people watched Super Bowl 58. Hmm. Wow. That's significant. 650 million people way back when in 1969? The global audience. Yeah, that's humongous. No, it was just, just in the States. They don't have 650 million people. <laughs> That, that that actually that's a good point. It's got to be more than that. That's a great point. It's got to be more than that. <laughs> Wait a second. It feels like a only one hundred twenty three million. I feel like that's not enough. I don't. You're you the one it. who did the research on this. It, I don't know. It, it, I have it right in front of me. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's apparently. 1969. There's you know there's not a lot of. Uh, you know the cable isn't in a lot of people's audience that they still got over a hundred. 30 million to watch the Apollo 11 moon landing. That's that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. And that's the that's, no, that's the biggest like, moments on the show. Yes. They don't even have 400 million. No, they do now probably. Just not documented. Um You're right. 650 million people watched the moon landing way back when in 1969. So 123 million people watched the Super Bowl, which is absolutely mind-blowing, which and is it, something we talked about that it's probably going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. The Nickelodeon Based broadcast the, numbers are thrown in there as well, so that helps. Yeah. Based on uh, the Taylor Swift um, influence, of course, is why he did this. Uh, something else interesting from the Super Bowl that I wanted to share with you guys before we move on. Apparently, Andy Reid, um, and this isn't really surprising when you look at Big Red, he only eats haagen ice cream exclusively. He won't eat any other type of ice cream. Oh. And there's been instances where he's been on the road where he's thrown out other ice creams in his room because he only eats haagen ice cream, and he's obsessed with haagen ice cream. It's a man with good taste. I, I love me a little haagen here and there. I, uh, I could easily crush a single tub in one sitting. I have to usually put it away so I don't, but he's got good taste. i got to say that much. Yeah. I, uh, frankly, I don't know if there's ex- much like if if I was Andy Reid, and I yep. was sitting on stacks and stacks of Jack, yeah. then I yes. would not be getting simpleton ice cream. I would be strictly getting 
Hagen Dawes. I just stacks yeah. and stacks of Jack. Thank you. Yep, that's the yep. one. Like, listen, I don't know if you've had any of the extras or the layers brand, uh, some of the new stuff that they've got, but pff, my goodness. Pretty good stuff. Um, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. Um, covering a, a Leafs game in Toronto, oh, so um, the press box is some of the worst people you've ever met. Oh, right on. Yeah, I will say that. Shout out just to the them. the air of, like, ugh, douchebaggery there is just incredible. Okay. But there was only one positive. There's only one huge positive there that I will never forget as long as I live, Maddie. Hagen Dawes in the press box? Free. Hmm. As it much as you straight. want. Better be free if it's in the press box. In a little freezer there. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? They got the little free key Hagen-Dazs. that locks the, the... I'd just be so gassy in the press box, just eating like four of those before puck drop. <laughs> Just, just crushing it. There, just cramming those popsicle Yeah, just sticks sucking them back. Brought my own spoon. I'm not using those popsicle sticks. Who are you kidding? Oh, crap. Bringing my own metal spoon with a big, big head. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the big pluses <laughs> of the uh, of the experience of covering a Maple Leaf game. Free Hagen Doss. I don't know if they still do it. Well, what we do, what we get it at the dome is the popcorn. You got to spin the big wheel, see if it's worth eating every time. Sometimes it's amazing. It's got all the oil and the salt on it. Sometimes okay. it's dry and it's got nothing on it. No good. Okay. Got to throw it in the garbage. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh huh. So my first uh, intern game, I got to go to a Blue Jay game. Mm. Or no, I did I did basketball, but my first Blue Jay game, I was I was shadowing a reporter we had for the Fan 590 in Toronto. And I am not going to tell you his name. I'm just going to tell you this story. Okay. So this is way back when. This is 2008. I'm at a Blue Jay game. And uh, he showed me the ropes on how to cover a Blue Jay game, right? Yeah, I bet. So number one veteran move, I think you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. The popcorn at the Rogers Center, uh, he brought his own seasoning in his bag. Okay, yeah. Uh, when I was covering the Stampeders, Danny Austin had his own uh, seasoning that he had in the press box as well. Now, that was a little bit different. He would complain about the popcorn on social media, so a follower actually brought him seasoning to a tailgate, and he had to go get it, and then it just hung out in the press box for the rest of the entire season. It was like one of those like gallon containers of it. So I can completely mm. commend... That strategy, that's a good one. Yeah, he would he would use the seasoning on the popcorn. That stuff makes your hands a mess, though. Like, I like it for the yeah. movie theater because I just commit. I realize that when I get out right. of that dark, terrible room, I am just going to be just disgusting. Like, do not look at me as I'm leaving the movie theater. My hands are covered Don't look and at buttered. Me. I have probably stains all over my shirt. I've been wiping my hands on my pants because I revert yep. to a child. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. Um... Watch the Life Dill Aquatic pickle, last ketchup, night, by the way. Salt and vinegar. Good They're all good. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Okay, so he showed me the ropes on bring seasoning for the, for the popcorn. I'm like, all right. All right. Like, I kind of like just butter on my popcorn, but whatever. Like, I should live a little bit. I should mm-hmm. expand my horizons. Yeah. <laughs> but the best thing he did, and I, this is no word of a lie to you. Uh-huh. He had binoculars so he could look at the ladies in the crowd. Oh, God. What? <laughs> I am not joking. He would have his creeper Come on, dude. And he would be how, scoping out the ladies. In how the is that the best thing that he taught you? Come on. It's not. I didn't say it was the best thing. What did he say? What was the words that he used? I, don't I know. said I had a story. Well, you just said the, the, ropes. Best, the best tip that he gave you. I well, thought that like was I what did you it. Said. I don't know. I have binoculars in my uh, bag all the time because I can't see the damn field from the McMahon press box. Right. No, no. He definitely can see the baseball field from the from the press box. It's very nice. easy. You see everything that's going on. He would just wear the binoculars. <laughs> just throw on his binoculars. That's disgusting. Good for him. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. And I'm like, really? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. I was just an intern. Like, what am I going to say? The guy was full time. What am I? I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything to him. Game to cover, but by all means, yeah, he would scope both the ladies, and then he subsequently did it later on in the game. <laughs> so there's 
there's two press box stories uh, from Toronto. Uh, number one, some of the people covering the Leafs are the worst. And number two, a former uh, employee of uh, the radio station uh, used to creep out and look at the ladies with the binoculars in the stands. Great. Great way to start. Excellent stuff. Quality. It is Valentine's Day, so I definitely wanted yeah, to no, that throw th- some context. That's not even remotely Valentine's Day related. That is like no, the opposite. No, it's just very stalkerish. It's predatory at yeah. all. <laughs> it's it really awful. Is. And surprisingly, he did not have a mustache. He didn't. I, I don't no I don't know why we're going slander on the mustache there. That no mustache. Feels like the mustache is taking a side shot so, there. Well, but. again, the mustache is now more uh, accepted <laughs> in in our society because before, even about ten years ago, you wore a mustache. Like you would say things to people like, "I can feel your heat when you're standing beside him," stuff like that. But not anymore. No, I guess not anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, Connor McDavid. Yeah, where are you going to take this now? I dare you. Figure it out. <laughs> I just wanted to throw out that line. Yeah, great. I could feel your heat. <laughs> I'm here to use myself. That's essentially what the show yeah, is. Well, you're doing a great myself. job so far. Excellent work. Killing it. First, I, I thought there were 650 million people in the United States during the moon landing. And now I told you two stories and one of a guy creeping out, uh, a reporter, mm-hmm. and the ladies with binoculars. Yeah, That's you've what been we've done in the first 17 minutes. Razor sharp today. Excellent work across the board. Razor sharp. Um, did you even watch sports last night? No, I didn't. At all? No, I watched the Life Aquatic. I watched okay. a bunch of highlights last night, but I didn't like, okay. sit down and watch any games. Because today, uh, like I oh. said, I got to do the Moose game, so yesterday was movie night instead. So, unfortunately, there was a lot of good hockey on that I didn't end up getting to watch, but watched mm. a bunch of highlights. Okay, what what movie did you watch? The Life Aquatic. Okay. Bill Murray and uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was, was the theme yesterday. Was so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we watched it a little bit late, so I uh, ended up uh, falling asleep. Uh, I watched some hoops last night. I watched some Pistons and some Lakers. Ew, you watched the Pistons, like, on purpose? Gross. Well, yeah, I was. I threw a little sprinkle on the game, so I Ugh, was watching it. Yuck. Uh, GVP's pick of uh, D'Angelo Russell going over. Bingo, bango. Boom. Hit at the half. Did we have a good day of locks? Because I also hit the Dallas Stars beat the Hurricanes. Yeah, everybody did except oh, me. Oh! 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 Wow, you take oh. a player anytime goal, you're not going to be... Yeah, you had a plus 300 pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Mine was like minus, minus, like one, minus 120. And... Oh, look, Mitch Marner and John Tavares aren't playing. Look at that. Nope. 4-1. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Nathan Walker got a shot on Ryan Reeves, though. That was hilarious. That was a good one. That was definitely worth the price of admission. Make hockey uh, violent again <laughs> as he gets posted by someone 5'11". What a bum. Sick. <laughs> um, yeah, I had my Real Madrid beating uh, RB Leipzig. Oh, yes. One yesterday. Barbie Lipstick. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. There's more Champions League action today. Oh, good. By the way, man. Can't wait. I know you're excited. Yeah. We have some Sedia A mixed in as well. Mm. Bologna and uh, Fiorentina. Bologna. B- Bologna. Mm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fancy. <laughs> fried. <laughs> like it fried. Mm. Uh, got a text. Just got in my truck to head to work, and I love the I can feel your heat comment. That's why I do yeah. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Keep coming back, baby. Also, you got more of that I get 6 a WTF, every day. George. Five days a week. Yep. Also yeah. have a WTF. And yeah. I get a WTF, George. Yeah. Yeah. Duality of man. Beautiful. And then uh, in the tarps on the Skip the Dishes commercial with Leon, the guy sitting on the left side of the couch reminds me of George. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> Ned, Ned texted that yesterday. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. With the guy with all the stains. I don't get what that yeah, means. All the yeah. stains on his. <laughs> Yeah, George- like, I'm the guy who was like, the, I'm the guy who was in for the skip the dishes. No, smock. His friend, his friend that's not wearing the smock. Yeah, it's okay. all gooped up with like wing sauce. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Ned. Yeah. I don't know why I would remind you of that. George reminds me of a pant wiper. Like when his hands are messy, Ooh. I bet he's a pant wiper. Hey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I would never do that. <laughs> but I, I did tell yeah, you the story his- of John Sterling, right? Licking his fingers, sticking him in the ranch. <laughs> 
I did tell you the story of John Sterling, right, voice? Yes, you have. Yes. Where he wiped his hand in the tablecloth at the Rogers Center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Gross. I'm like, come on, John Sterling. You're it's, a legend. It's, yeah. Don't let me down. Don't meet your heroes, kids. That and when I saw Bill Murray as he watched his movie, when he didn't wash his hands after taking a pee at the Atlanta airport. The only time I think that that is okay, uh, not the Bill Murray thing, the the other thing, is is like if you're at a wedding and you're just totally in the bag and maybe you've had oh, like yeah. a, a late night snack or, or maybe someone, bets are off someone gave you a piece of cake at like 11 o'clock at night and there's not a napkin in sight. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm using the tablecloth. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. John Sterling, I think, was sober as sober can be. Yeah, and I might- just saw him Wipe his hands. I might go for a little in the white tablecloth. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) So gross. My three. My Um, three year old's move is to have greasy food and then rub his hands through his hair. Hell yeah! Wow. I bet he's got some sick flow though. It would. Um. What do you got coming up in the Rose Report? So much hockey, 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 hockey. It's all hockey. And uh, we're plus, Stampeders uh, free agency was yesterday, so also got okay. do all of that. Yes, and, I, uh, I saw you were a guest on Logan Gordon's show. I did. I did a walk and talk. By the end, I was huffing and puffing. Oh, were you? Yeah, well, I, was, I can't yeah, do a walk and talk. I was walking the dog. You think that you can like talk and walk yeah, fine, no. and, and like I can do this normal walk with my dog all the time, and I never get out of breath or what's that whatsoever. But all of a sudden, I'm. Yelling about how I love the defense now, and, and halfway through the park, I'm <gasps> got to go up a hill to get out of the. To, as I was wrapping up the call, <sighs> yeah, I think the team's pretty good. If they got one more hole, I, I think they could maybe get some depth on the O line. <sighs> I had a guy text me after I was done the hit. Where are you hiking today? Oh, just a park, flat ground. Nothing to see here. Well, we, I'm we trying to get in shape, guys. Trust me. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your effort, and you took the time out of your busy afternoon mm. to talk to Logo. That's very nice of you. I had to go down to the so- saddle, uh, the McMahon Stadium too. It was yeah. uh, quite the gallivant around town for your boy yesterday. Yeah, I've uh, I've been asked once to be on Logo's show. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's it. Why would you go on? Why, why would he why, talk why to you? Why wouldn't I go what on? Do you, what do you have to add? Come on. <laughs> Stuff like I can feel yeah. your heat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they do that in the afternoon. Are they allowed? They different That's, rules. They might have to be too young. Hey, Let me listen. CRTC.ca. Listen. This is what I've brought to the table the last couple days. Mm-hmm. I have I've given you a creep. There's look look at this laundry list of things I've contributed to the radio station the last two mm-hmm. days. I gave you a really creepy story about her, about a, a reporter I used to work with. He used to scope out the ladies with binoculars, uh-huh. and he literally told me that's what he does with them. Mm-hmm. I gave you the I can feel your heat comment, mm-hmm. and I talked about uh, front clasp bras yesterday. Yeah. Like, this is what I bring to the table. Yeah, you know, laundry list, wrap sheet, either or, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. This is what I bring. This mm-hmm. is what they brought me here for. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Rose Report next. Um, it reminds me of, was was your hit like Elliot Friedman, who always looks like he's preoccupied while he's talking to Jeff Merrick? On the yeah, Jeff that was exactly <laughs> what I was trying to do. Like you I was totally just, preoccupied with yeah. something, and the people go like, I love the podcast! I love when he's uh, eating. There's eating. always sirens going off behind him, too, because yeah. it's during his walk. <laughs> yeah, or he's like walking around the sketchy parts of Toronto. There's like yeah. gunshots in the background. I don't know if Elliot lives in a sketchy part. No, but he's walking in the sketchy part yeah. just for effect. Yeah. He just he likes it. drives down to the darkest depths of Toronto and just, yeah, I'm ready for your drives hit, Jeff. Drives up to Scarborough? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't going to put a name on it, but. I don't know. I hear Scarborough's a gritty place. Scarborough. I don't know. Well, George, uh, you tell Maddie, us. You're from you Toronto. Go, uh, would you go? Uh, Where's the grittiest part of Toronto? Uh, right near the mothership is Moss Park. Okay. Okay. Oh, kind of where I was gritty. staying. All right. Yeah. Right go, near Fillmore's. Go meet some of my homies. Uh, Moss Park is walking distance, a short walk to Fillmore's. Yeah, there you go. Mm. It's uh, 
Did you see that Fillmore's is in the uh, trailer for uh, Law and Order Toronto? Yes, it is. I saw it in the background the other day. Oh, that's wow. historic. <laughs> Look at that. You know, Look at them I, uh, getting a little history involved. <laughs> I actually like how they had a lot of the Sportsnet people doing that. Dun dun. Bum bum. Did they? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought Carolyn was good doing it. Mm. I enjoyed that promo. Mm. I didn't see it. I I haven't seen that one. It's good. It's good. Bum, All right. Um. Yeah, Jane Adventures. Yeah, Jane Adventures. Gritty. Yes. Yeah. That's North Toronto. Near the North Toronto Arena. North Toronto Arena. North Toronto Arena. A lot of people are like, what are you guys talking about when you mention that? Yeah, well, you have to stick around for for our day ones. For our day ones. Wetley knows. Shout out to my homies. You know what? You know what's up. Whose romantic song are we coming out of the break with, GVP? We'll do Patrick's. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm really looking forward to this. Mm. And keep your text messages rolling in. 960, 960, name and location. Tell us how and when you fell in love with the Calgary Flames. We'll do that at 730. It's the big show. It's George. It's Matt. It's Patrick. It's GBP. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You can leave that going. This is Patrick's choice. We're all going to have a love song. It's nice, Patrick. Yeah, man. For, for, for our listeners who don't know, artist and title. It's uh, Modern English, I Melt With You, uh, consummating some love during an atomic bomb. Okay. That's yeah. very on brand for you, Patrick. Yes. And I like it. Uh, I'll have my selection. We'll, we'll do my selection at the top of the hour, uh, GVP. Sure thing. Okay, Maddie's got his. We'll, we'll hear what your love song is. Mm-hmm. Keep them rolling in, 960, 960. Yeah. Some of these are great already. We're asking you on the text line. How or when did you fall in love with the Calgary Flames? 960, 960, name and location. We'll do those at 730. But right now, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you want a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repair. So glad you mentioned that. Beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. And- hey, oh fam. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome aboard. Flames back at practice. Get set to take on the San Jose Sharks tomorrow night at the Saddle Dome. Kicking off a four-game homestand. Lots of NHL action to get to yesterday. Raptors had their final game before the All-Star break. Wranglers were in action. Or pardon me, the Raptors play that tonight. Wranglers were in action. So were the Hitmen. We got lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff. We'll start with the Calgary Flames. I think you're a joke and you're a floater. Mm. Flames practice at 10.30 today. We'll see if the team has an update on Jacob Pelty after he got hurt in that game against the Rangers, mm. taking a hard hit to that surgically repaired Left shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Tanev and Martin Pospisil also left the game, so maybe they get a maintenance day, but we'll have to wait and see. Practice does go at 10.30. Steinberg's social media, the best place to get all the latest from practice. Yesterday, Frank Saravalli, who joins us here Fridays on The Big Show, was on Flames Talk with Pat Steinberg, and he said this about a potential Markstrom trade that had fallen through with the Devils. As close as one could get without actually changing jerseys. My understanding and sources indicate that the the Calgary Flames and New Jersey Devils had agreed to a deal in principle and Jacob Markstrom had agreed to waive his no trade. I don't know if a formal paper was put in front of him for him to put signature to, but he was in agreement and willing to go. And at some point, just before getting it across the finish line, this deal was scuttled. And I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know who did it, but the two sides had gone as far down the path as you possibly can Mm. before executing a trade without actually doing it. That's fascinating. Mm. What, What potentially was coming back? And immediately you have to think that, was it just Markstrom? Was potentially Tanev involved? Yeah. Like just the possibilities are endless and what would be the return from the devil alex holtz was the one name that was getting banted around i figured they'd have to take a goalie back in that trade as well be that's it fine. vanacek or that's something fine. else it's easy to wave one of those guys yeah. that's fine yeah who cares <laughs> i think but it would have been centered yes. around alex go. holtz we know how the flames love their swedes and their snipers here and 
Well, if Alex Holtz just can't find a way into that Jersey lineup right now, he's killing it down the A, though. Interesting. Interesting that Markstrom was approached because um, that's something Eric Francis wrote about last week, that, hey, you know, they haven't approached him yet with the deal, so clearly something changed in that time frame from when uh, the franchise wrote that piece and there was a potential deal with the Devils. Mm-hmm. Which, which sounds kind of funny. But um, Vanacek's got one more year at 3.4 after this. Yeah. No, no, Holt, yes. yeah. You know, Holtz is actually playing with the Devils this year, actually. Yeah. So. It's been called up, but he's yeah, yeah he's been good. Uh, what a perfect day to have Eric Francis on to talk about this at 8.30. Love it. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. And, yeah, that whole chat with Frank, obviously, up wherever you get your podcasts on the Flames Talk feed. Big fat slate yesterday. Actually, I have a very special guest here to help me tee up some of the games, George. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. First one. The Detroit Red Wings were visiting the Edmonton Oilers last night as they returned home following their losses to the Los Angeles Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights. Connor McDavid was on uh, Milestone Watch. How did it go, Maddie? Well, you thought Wednesday was bad for the Wings, George. My goodness. How about yesterday? Oh, here's McDavid. Beautiful skin move. Running Detroit right out of the building. God, I wish I could like Jack. Mike, well, I yeah, love like Jack again. so much, uh, and he's so good at his job. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's very good. <laughs> like he's a very good. He's a very good play-by-play guy. Also, the real quick song. Just, oh, yeah. Just for a little context of what Patrick was doing, uh, months ago we had, I don't even know how it came up. The bird. I don't know. I I talked about a seagull getting blown up on a roller coaster, and then it landed to uh, Fabio taking a gull to the face while on a roller coaster, and he was bleeding, and he was all mad. And then it got to me talking about how Fabio had, like, a spoken word album Mm -hmm. where he just says sexy things to music. Yep. And then it morphed into Patrick doing a Fabio, and Patrick's doing his Fabio spoken word there you go impression yeah there you go there's the context of what patrick's doing this morning yes thank you for explaining the bit uh mcdavid had six assists second career six point game george he had one in 2019 he is the fifth oilers player with multiple six point outings can you guess the other four uh is wayne gretzky one he is he did it 22 times (laughs) 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 just 22 times Sure. <laughs> Why not? He also had 600 assists in like half the amount of games that McDavid did it in. <laughs> 22. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's he, awesome. He had like 150 points in 22 games. Yeah. <laughs> We're killing this. Um, Paul Coffey's one. Yeah, he did it twice. Oh. Uh, Mark Messier? Nope. Oh. What? What? Uh, Yari Curry. Yeah, he did it four times. Yeah. Um, how many more? Two to go? One, One. more. Uh, was it Glenn Anderson? Whoa. Bingo. Good job, George. Yeah. Uh, Mess, uh, McDavid also hit 600 points in the game. He's the fourth fastest player to do it. Do you know who the other three players are? In NHL history? Yes, total history. Fourth uh, fastest player to hit 600 games. He did it in game 616. Okay, so it's uh, Gretz. Yep. 416 Mario. games. Yep. 514. I'm say Iserman did it faster. Nope. Ooh. Defenseman. Mm-hmm. Bobby Orr. Bingo. Oh, look at talk you. About, guys, talk about rare air. Guys cooking today. Hey, talk about rare, rarefied air, right? Well, yeah, he's like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking the greats of the greats. He had six assists yesterday, George. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absurd. Uh, Bouchard. It's like we're talking about, hey, these guys have played 15 games from the 2011 draft. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Defensemen. Hey. Yeah. You put some these res- defensemen have played fewer than 50 games from the 09 draft. You're like, David? what? Put some respect on Adam Larson. Come on now. 8-4, the final score. The Oilers destroy the Detroit Red Wings up the road. Red Wings will be here on the weekend. Uh, who else we got here, Fabio? Uh, 15 years ago, this matchup would have been appointment viewing. Canucks, Blackhawks, Chicago not so good. Vancouver, they are phenomenal. How are the Canucks? 
at the United Center. Hey, it's sometimes Fabio, it's not the stars that get you past the bottom feeders. Now here's Hughes, right wing. Into the Chicago end. Dumps it near corner for Bluger. Centering feed intended for Garland. Comes up front. They score. Dakota Joshua cutting to the net. He deeks to the backhand and tucks it past a sprawling Peter Morazic to make it 4-1 Canucks. Yeah, it's three points for Dakota Joshua. It's a career high. That goal of the dagger. Also had a decent scrap with Mackenzie Entwistle getting the old Gordy Howe going. Sticking up after a team uh, hit on teammate Connor Garland. Quite the night, 4-2, the final score. The Canucks beat the Blackhawks. What do we got next? Out to Toronto, we have the crybaby Maple Leafs oh. taking on the St. Louis Blue. Blues coming off 7-2 victory on Sunday in Montreal. Mm. Toronto without Morgan Riley, mm. John Tavares, mm. and Mish Martin. Yeah. What <laughs> happened in Toronto? <laughs> This is really for us only. Started out pretty good in Toronto. It is important to note that there are a Wait, number no, of... Fa- no, 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 not oh, that. That is pretty Nine, good. two, and one overall in their last 12. Now a jam play and scores! Bobby McMahon comes right out of the corner! Yeah, how about Bobby McMahon opened up the scoring, talk about unheralded, and then a little bit later on... Uh, also did this. Brody with a shot. That was blocked in front. Another shot. Scores! Bobby McMahon scores from the corner. Holy Mackinac, the Leafs have a two-goal lead. Yeah, he buried one into the empty net as well. How about a hat trick for Bobby McMahon? Who? Team high, six shots, five hits. Third undrafted player in the last 35 years to record a hat trick for the Leafs. Do you know who the other two are, George? Oh, boy. Tyler Bozak no. did it twice in 2015, oh. and Jason Blake in 2009. Oh. Ilya Samsonov. Yes. Well, that was part of the thing. It was in the franchise. Samsonov only needed to make 14 of 15 saves for the win. 4-1 the final score. And good news for Flames fans that want playoffs, George. Also, yeah, Morgan Riley news. suspended five games. Um, do you want the Tyler Bozak story or no? Is it going to make me wildly uncomfortable? No. Okay, yeah, sure. So our uh, one of my uh, good friends, former producer of Leafs Talk on uh, the old radio station, uh, and every time Tyler Bolzak, he would, like, there would be a group chat, and mm-hmm. he would put his name as in uh, Tyler Ball, whatever, and uh, Gord Stelic, former GM of the Flames, yeah. being his Ron Burgundy. Would, and thanks to our producer, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Much like I uh, was hammering the uh, the city in Alberta. Yeah. Hmm. What was it called yeah. again? Huh. It's not as good as I can feel your heat. No, it's not. That's a good point by you. Mm. And I think people at work today, at the water cooler in the lunchroom, mm-hmm. just sit beside a coworker really close to go, I can feel your heat. So um, did you and all of your neighbors get out your pitchforks and torches after the five-game suspension got announced? <laughs> You son of a! <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love how you feed into it too. It's the best. Yeah, pitchforks. Yeah, I was outraged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you guys were chasing me. Shrek. <laughs> me and my neighbors who are wearing their Gilmore and Clark jerseys that are four sizes too small from yeah. the nineties got upset. Well, you're the still mustard stains. Wow, well, you're it. still squeezing yeah. it over that pot. Hey, wow, yeah. good for you. Unbelievable I get, stuff. Hey, what did we say? Mike Palmatier would never let that happen. <laughs> I, uh, the more I think about it, the more ridiculous it is that players have to go in person to the league. To space it's so stupid. <laughs> it <laughs> is. You got to end. And also, doesn't Toronto have an NHL office he could just slide yeah, it over does. to? No, no. You like, have to do the trip. You have to, no, like, you have to take honestly, a, you have to take a it's damn dumb. red eye. You, you have to sit with the civilians. Yeah. You get yeah. you get biscuits and water. You got to pay for pop. You got to do it. You got to like, live the hard way. It's the dumbest thing. How about a, we have the technology? Just do a Zoom call. No. Face to face. Nope. We got to face. No, face, you got to come in. We got to throw the book at you, you gotta, literally. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Batman throwing the book at Throw him. a stapler at you him. You know what? I've had, I've, had some, I've had some fantastic takes on this show. 
Wow. That's probably one of my best. Well, okay. It's pointless That's to go to the NHL office to face a suspension in person. Why? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Write it out of the CBS. Right. Okay. CBA. CBA. That's okay. You're getting really worked up. CBD. Let's get. Oh, yeah. no, my guy. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, next game. Let's get to it. Don't settle let, down. Do not let the ugly records of these two tombs fool you. <laughs> the Ducks and Canadians are growing. Growing into something beautiful. Uh huh. What happened at Center Bell? <laughs> Ducks are a lottery team. Montreal's a step ahead in their rebuild. Oh. Suzuki, 3 nothing. Slavkovsky, 4 nothing. Uh, those two both had three points in yesterday's contest. They're starting to cook, George. They're playing really well together. Caulfield's on the other side of that line. Yep. If you're a Habs um, fan, you got to like what you're seeing there. The Habs went at 5 nothing, and we had three fights in this one as well. I will say, Maddie, um, Slavkovsky's starting to play very well he's starting to look good he's using his size look at him go he has a lot more confidence out there he has so much confidence right now playing with the top players he yep. fits right in looks good hey uh next game let's uh yeah let's get going here to ottawa everybody's favorite player ridley greg was in action <laughs> last night against the blue jackets what happened in Kanata? Uh, true lottery battle. Have yourself a night, Brady Kachuk. Here's Giroux. Goes across ice, tap play in front, scores! Brady Kachuk! Brady Kachuk with a steal. It's a two-on-one. Kachuk, Batherson, Kachuk, save his mate, gets his own rebound, scores! Back in front, Brady Kachuk, scores! Hat-trick goal for Brady Kachuk! Yeah, how about that? Second in his career, first for Ottawa this season. The teams that have not yet seen a team hat trick are the Sabres, Kings, Canadiens, Islanders, Flyers, and Kraken. I don't know if any of those really surprise me. Hmm. Also, Ridley Gregg scored again while Morgan Riley served the first game of his suspension. Hmm, too bad. Senators win 6-3. All right, let's go to Buffalo. Buffalo Sabres taking on the Los Angeles Kings. Blowout, maybe. <laughs> yes, it it was a blowout and very relevant to the Flames playoff picture. Kings sitting in wild card one. The Blues had lost, so that was already good. And this Kings free fall just keeps on going. Dylan Cousins at the Kings blue line. Backed up by Benson, who wins it back, makes the turn. Benson to the slot that went off of Cousins. Paterka in the far corner. Open the scoring in this game. Here's Benson in front, score! This is a gross move by Zach Benson in front of the net. A disgusting array of turnovers from the LA Kings yesterday. Left old big save Dave out to drive. 7-0 the final oh. score, George. Is this rock bottom for the LA Kings? Anze Kopitar oh. was minus six. As per Sportsnet stats, that is the worst single game plus minus in NHL history from a former Selkie winner. Um, is there a chance that they get into this goalie market now? I don't know. Their free fall they're is capped. They're, they're capped out. They're capped out. And this free fall is way more than their net miners. You watched that game yesterday. Big save Dave was not the problem. Well, he wasn't I thought great. Coach Hillier but, was supposed to really fix everything. Well, it's only his second game, but yeah, to, this was cripes. Yeah, he had like two weeks to. He's only coached two games like two weeks since he's taken over. Yeah, because it was the All Star break and all that. Yeah, shows. yeah, mm. it's not good. Uh, back to Nashville. Maybe the Devils should go get a goaltender. I don't know about Jacob Markstrom, but uh, maybe somebody else, Elvis Merzlikens. Did they need a goalie last night, Matty? Uh, I don't know if they necessarily needed a goalie, but they had a tough back-to-back. They were hosting Seattle the night before, and Jack Hughes is back. He scored. Predators led 2-1 into the third. He sure scored, and then the missing $8 million man showed up. Timo Meyer got his 10th oh. of the season, his game winner. Devils come from behind. They win a 4-2. Great night for the Flames as the Predators, the Blues, and the Kings all lose. Uh, let's quickly rip through these Eastern Conference games. Game 1,000 for Brad Marchand at the TD Garden, taking on the Lightning. The Lightning uh, would end up uh, winning this game in overtime by a 3-2 score. Shootout, actually. That spoiled Marchand's night. Let's go to Washington. Alex Ovechkin, he's red, red hot. Did it continue against the Avs? Yeah, it did. Miles Wood making sure that puck stays at the point one time. Ovechkin, and he scores. Oh, we don't get any Nobody knew that that puck went in the net. That's an absolutely <laughs> terrible call that leads to a power play goal. Absolutely, Ooh. incredibly ridiculous, and they should be ashamed. <laughs> Whoa, Connor, settle down. Oh, man. <laughs> the avalanche Connor, they won the game. Dial it back. <laughs> the Avalanche still led 4-3 after that goal. 
still real to me, damn it. Absolutely terrible call that leads to a power play goal. Absolutely incredibly ridiculous, and they should be ashamed. We like a homer. Back right-hand side for Oshie. Now to Carlson again. Near side, and Ovechkin scores! Alex Ovechkin's goal streak is intact with exactly 11 minutes left. It's 4-3. to three. That's a little bit more of what we were looking for. Ovi's goal streak yeah. is now at six games. He's the third player, age 38 or older, with a six-game goal streak. Do you know the other two? 30 or older with a six-game goal streak. 38 or older. 38 or older. Joe Pavelski? Nope. One came in 2003, 2004. The other was in 1974 and 75. Uh, Phil Esposito? Nope. Uh, same team, though. Brad Park. <laughs> Johnny Busick. Oh, the Chief. And Brett Hall. Oh. Avalanche went at okay. 6-3. All right, let's wrap it up in Dallas. Dallas, Big D taking on the Carolina Ooh. Hurricanes in uh, Dallas. What happened, Matty? Yeah, Jason Robertson scored to make it 3-2, and the Stars won it 4-2. Onger had uh, 32 saves. He won his sixth straight. Matt Duchesne has uh, 50 points on the season. It's the most amongst players with a new team. The next two, Ryan O'Reilly with 45, and Alex Dabrinkit also with 45. Tonight, we have a three-game slate. Fabio, can you read this for us? The Florida Panthers visit the Steel City to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm. Wednesday, Rogers Wednesday Night Hockey Mm -hmm. has the Jets hosting the San Jose Sharks. A little West Side story on Valentine's Day. Wow, incredible. And then at 7.30, the Wild visit Tempe. To take on the Coyotes. Also, uh, how about this out in uh, Vancouver? The Castle and the Canucks flirting? Fill the thrill! Are they... <laughs> Hi, Let's pa- go! Hey, Pat. Missed ya. <laughs> uh, are they texting? Are they holding hands? They're working out together. <laughs> He's going to work they out with the... They just changed their status to <laughs> complicated. He's uh, going to work out with the Abbotsford Canucks, and they'll see where it goes from there. Mmm. Mm. The Wranglers were hosting the Manitoba Moose for the first of a back-to-back at the Dome yesterday. Your glove hand is as fast as a Cobra Kai ninja. couple veterans getting back from injury. The captain, Brett Sutter, fellow forward Dryden Hunt. Cole Schwint also back. He was sent down from the Flames Tuesday morning. And how about the returnees littering the score sheet? Ahead to Matt Coronado. Quickly over to Hunt, centering pass. Trailer is there, and they score. The captain's back. He makes it one nothing Calgary. Yeah, Sutter with his uh, first goal in 15 games. Then Schwinn scored on the power play off a nice feed from Ben Jones. They led 2-0, but then the Moose tied it. But then in the third period, back to the power play, and oh, captain, my captain. Coronado, Lyle winds up, shoots, and they score! Brady Lyle from the points on the power play. Calgary's back in the lead. Actually, a tip there by the captain, Sutter. So he scored twice after missing 18 games with injury. Dryden Hunt had a couple assists after he had missed 15 games. Ben Jones, a couple assists. Matt Coronado had an empty netter and a couple assists as well. And shout out to Connor Murphy, who got his first AHL win, stopping 32 of 34. Rematch tonight at the Dome, 7 o'clock start. Pre-game at 6 o'clock with Logo and GVP. Call it 7 with Sandra and myself. Hitman opened a stretch of five straight road games yesterday, stopped in Central Alberta against the Red Deer Rebels. This one did not go Calgary's way. Puck to the corner, Latimer trying to dig it out, but this game is over. The Red Deer Rebels score the first five goals of the game and defeat the Calgary Hitman by a score of 6-1. to one. Ben Kindle, the lone goal for Calgary. They're still tied with Lethbridge for the eighth and final playoff spot. Next game is in Brandon Friday, then in Moose Jaw Saturday. And Regina Monday. Stampeders free agency came and went. Uh, they added on the offensive line with Trevon Tate, someone for their tackle position. Got another quarterback to compete with Jake Mayer and Matthew Schiltz. Added another defensive back who led the league in interceptions last year in Demario Houston. And even added a running back in Jamal Morrow. Derek Wigan did leave for Montreal, the biggest loss for the club. And also they didn't sign Ricky Walker. Unsure if he wants to continue playing professional football. So maybe a little bit of a hole in the interior of the D-line, Pat. Yeah, I, I've liked what the Calgary Stampeders have done, bringing in Matt Schiltz for some competition for uh, for Jake Mayer. I like the Jamal Morrow signing as well. Had some good times with Saskatchewan. And the tomorrow Houston, that's going to be the marquee signing, I'm sure. And a CFL interception leader should help with that secondary. 
You win six games, you get active in free agency, and that's what we saw oh, from yeah. the Calgary Stampeders. Other big moves around the league. You tell me which one's the biggest, Pat. A.J. Ouellette and Jameer Thurman both went to the Rough Riders. William Stanback went to B.C. Dominique Rimes went to Ottawa. And Tim White and A.C. Leonard are still looking for new homes. I love what Saskatchewan's been doing as well with Corey Mace bringing in, uh, like I said, Jameer Thurman, uh, A.J. Ouellette bringing in Jamarcus Hardrick as well to help out the offensive line. They got to go with Saskatchewan. It's been two years of not so great uh, times there, and uh, they're losing the fans' support, so they got to get something right. In Mace, they trust. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to the hard court. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Raptors back at it. They host the Pacers at 5.30 on Sportsnet 1. It's their last game before the All-Star break. We also got the Clippers and the Warriors at 8 o'clock on Sportsnet 1, because what are we, George? The home of the UFC? Uh, No. Come on. We're, we're up against hockey? the we're up against the clock. Yeah, I don't okay, need yeah, you to do this today. The there you go. <laughs> Anything else from the association catch your eye yesterday, lads? GVP. Lakers winners five of their last six, three games wow. back of uh, making it past the planes. They beat uh, the Pistons yesterday. Settle down. Care. Yeah. Settle uh, there's down. There's a there's a juicy game tonight. Uh, Clippers and Warriors. <sighs> I just said that we have that on Sportsnet 1, and that's what you tease. Also, uh, the Warriors tried to convince LeBron to try and go play with them at uh, the trade deadline, but obviously couldn't get anything oh. done. Really? Also, yes, that's uh, Ramona Shelburne reporting that this morning. Wow. Mm -hmm. How would you have felt about that, GVP? I mean, it would have been tough to see my boy Bron go. But sooner or later, we're going to have to think about moving on of old LeBron. Mm. But I don't know. Kyle Shanahan also insists that he knew the overtime rules from I would the hope NFL he would know. field. Yeah. Here's what he said yesterday. <laughs> we did yeah. say, and we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with them, make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that, but no, I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. Um, we did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. Hmm. Maybe the players should know. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, like the Chiefs talked about it in training camp, apparently. It's a key learning moment in case you ever have the rare opportunity to get back to the Super Bowl. Just make sure you store that one away. And good yeah. night and good luck to you, sir. Terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Luke Gazdick straight ahead at 730 how or why you fell in love with the Calgary Flames. We want to hear from you. We'll play those at 730. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Valentine's Day edition. Sportsnet 960, the fan.